What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever Dog Hey, I man, I don't even know y'all should cut me off, but this feels like Disney's attempt to be like, we're gonna do right by like um the Asian American actors we screwed over in the past. <laughs> <laughs> like Kelly Marie Tran finally gets her shot, Gemma Chan gets hers. It's like, yeah. We gonna do right. That's what this movie felt like. You know what I mean? I don't even know who, that's who did they screwed over in the past. First off, Kelly Marie Both Tran of them. was like was like Oh right. I forget that Disney is Star Wars. Star I literally Wars, yeah. just remembered that. And Marvel. <laughs> and Marvel. Get Gemma was like such a huge thing. And then she like just died. <laughs> like she just got like murked in like Captain Marvel in like two seconds. Like they uh and also Daniel Day Kim, who I feel like it's been around forever. Like I feel like my man is finally this year having people talk about like, oh my man needs to lead stuff. He needs to do this and this. And I'm like, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> See that that's a shoulder. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. No, I don't know what we're supposed to talk about. We got for the cold open, Bray. <laughs> to me, I just want to start because, like, you know, I think there's a lot we could touch on. I mean, but also, for real, for real, this movie does have so many actors who've been around for so long who I feel like we're just, like, within the last three or four years starting to get their shot. Like, Sandra Oh, I feel like, mm-hmm. my God. Okay. You watched, sure. like, and then even, even, well, better, I mean, oh. whoa, hold on. Just, just <laughs> no one is going to let us get away with that. Sandra O oh, uh, is not just getting her start. She's I mean, she just, no, no, she's getting her start. She didn't win anything for Grey's Anatomy. Did she? She no, just I know, but I'm, okay, okay. I hear, years, so right? you're talking about awards wise, but I'm just saying, let, you know, but she, he means she, how she's been around I think, for a minute. I think Kat has said this on the pod, but when she got Killing Eve, she didn't know what part they were sending her out for. She was like, where is my role? <laughs> they were like, the lead role? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they were like, they want you as Eve. And she was like, what? Like, she couldn't believe. Right, because, right. It's like, it wasn't uh, a role that was like specific to her Asianness. I love it. <laughs> um, well, and also, she, all she was getting was like the best friend because she was right. the best friend in Grey's Anatomy. Right. But it's so right. sad. Think about that so often, you know, with you look at actresses like Sandra Oh, you look at like Regina King, people who have been around for so long and like been doing good work for so long. And then, you know, later, I guess they start to get that part that is the one that like puts them in a household name amongst everybody, not just like 
a fan of one TV show, it's like, now I know who you are, which is like, it's like good that it happens, but also it's like, this just should be happening a lot sooner for some of these people. Right. But yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, so that, I get that. Like, yeah. And it's, it does have an all-star cast. Like, so yeah, Kelly Marie Tran and Aquafina, of course, and Gemma Chan and Daniel Day Kim from Lost. Tessa and I are rewatching Lost right now. It's oh, so good. But, you know, yeah, Benedict Wong. You got Raya and The Last Dragon. That's not a, that's not a person. Hmm? You can't that's, just... <laughs> Just, no, just sorry, I'm listening to the, the actors. No, no, I'm listening to the actors. You got Isaac Wang, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you got Patty Why Harrison. Okay, Patty Harrison's up in his joint. You got Ryan the Last Dragon. You know it, does, it doesn't it quite work because you know you're, you're saying actors, <laughs> you're saying actors, and then you go right into the title versus like some sort of <laughs> What? Like, quiet. Transition. No, saying, there, there's actually no transition. It's just actors in the just, title. I'm just talking about who's in this movie. I don't. I don't understand. Because you know, I'm, I'm just saying that Lucille. Can we song, get out of this, please? <laughs> and it's in the movie. And so Wait, is Patty. Is in this? So is Jonah. Yeah, Patty's in. Patty Harrison is in this. She's the tail chief. Okay. And so is Ryan, the last dragon. Stop. Okay, let's just start. All right, we're not doing this anymore. All right, <laughs> let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy Gage. Kelly, what more can I say? You know what it is? Black men can't jump. Black men, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Oh, snap, I'm glowing. I got the glow. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. I mean, I but, felt like yeah. she did say I got the glow, though. She, okay, she yeah. specifically oh. said. She did. you're right. I feel a little let down by that, James. I, mean, I feel like no, you've no, been so, I, It's been so good recently. Now it's like. you just been doing good impressions, and that was, uh, that was James. I can't do. I Okay, wait, hold on. Let me try it. Hold on. <clears throat> hold on. Here we go. This is gonna be. Oh, wait, wait, wait! That's just you. <laughs> oh, snap! I'm glowing. I got the glow. That's yes. You just did the same thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, you, didn't your voice. you didn't rasp your voice at all. You just did the same thing. For those of you who are, uh, for those of you who are listening uh, for the first time, this very uh, sturdy, smooth you know, put together voices, Jonathan Braylock. Who says sturdy? <laughs> Why is your voice described as sturdy? Oh, God. I'm Gerard Milligan. And I'm James the Third. I don't, I don't like the pause. Okay. We are, <laughs> we are a film review podcast. We talk about films with leading black actors and also people of color. Uh, in the context of diversity and race in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And we got a special guest today. Uh, uh, is this the fourth time? Is this fourth? Is it? Four? I think oh, so. Four times. Oh, we, need to, four we need to get hats. You know how we do. I agree. I would definitely wear a hat. You know what I'm saying? The four timers club. Oh, wait, hold on. <clears throat> hey, 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 hey. No. What? No. 
It was, no. We just getting more drums. No. It's one drum. I'll get more drums. It's one drum. So James introduces. But no. All right, here we go. No break. I, no. <laughs> it's Captain Learner, everyone. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you so much for coming back on the pod. Um, man, oh. oh man, we are excited to talk about Raya and the Last Dragon, the newest animated edition by Disney. At first, I thought it was Pixar. It is not. It's just the Disney Studios mm. production. Mm-hmm. Old school. Well, not old yeah. school. It's not hand-drawn animation. It's CGI still. But <laughs> people are very excited about this because Raya is, is now considered the first South Asian princess, Southeast Asian princess. Now, she comes from a realm that is uh, non-existent. It's called Kumandra, but it is uh, apparently an amalgamation of a lot of uh, different Southeast Asian countries. As we said, it stars Kelly Marie Tran and Aqua Fina as the kind mm-hmm. of lead roles. It is about this realm Kamanja, a reimagined Earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, and a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. Um, and guess what? We actually have a box office because <laughs> oh, <laughs> movie yeah. theaters Whoa, are what? open. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. We opening up in LA. I can't wait. I'm about to get popcorn. Mm, it's going to be great. I honestly can't, like, b- We've t- talked about the decline of box office mojo on here, and it truly is over now. Like they, they just <laughs> it's just <laughs> fully over. Anyway, uh, what I can gather is that the opening weekend in this movie made eight point five uh, million dollars um, in the uh, U.S. box office. Obviously, those the, all these numbers don't really mean much because it's like not not all theaters are open, and even the theaters that are, are open are open at like 25% capacity. But I do believe it was number number one in the box office. And I think it's made around $50 million worldwide. Of course, it's also available on Disney+. Plus. You can go see it yourself now. It's 30... You have to have Disney Plus subscription, and then you pay $30 to see it. It will eventually be available for free on Disney in June, I believe. Yeah, June. That's so long. Um, but it's kind of... It's interesting. This is the second movie that uh, <laughs> you yes. can pay for on Disney Plus. Uh, they've released other movies for free, and the two that they've made you pay for uh, are the ones with Asian leads. I, I mean, that's just a coincidence, I guess. Um, but it is a fact. I don't know because why did they make you pay for Soul? They did not make you pay for Soul. They did not make us pay for Onward. <laughs> yeah. Also, like they didn't make a- us pay for Lady and the Tramp. They didn't make us. I, there's, a, I feel like there's a one other. I mean, obviously the the shows, but I feel like there's another movie too where I was just like, "Oh, but you're making us pay for Mulan, and you're making us pay for Ryan the Last Dragon." I mean, huh. the only thing I can think of is like these movies would have crushed in the theater, like especially in Southeast Asia and in China mm, for Mulan. Right. Like they would have crushed, and so that's the only thing I can think of is like these two movies that have such a big following for different reasons, I think really would have like made history making a numbers. And now because of what we're going through worldwide <laughs> with this pandemic, I think they're like, okay, we need to figure out how to get that money, <laughs> which is, right. you know, you can see that yeah. in di- different ways. Um, I had a, a, a heated uh, conversation with a friend of ours about whether it was good to 
give money to to this. And I understand both arguments. Um, I'm always going to say that I need to always give Asian movies a gold open um, because uh, I'm an Asian actor. And in the long run, it will help me um, if uh, Hollywood sees that Asian movies can make money. Um, Now, I know that there's a whole bunch of other stuff about like, are, is it okay to give our money to this huge corporation? And like, how do they make it? And like, you know, there's a, there's a whole other situation that I understand that people can argue about not giving more money to Disney, a huge corporation. I completely understand that. But for my personal point of view, because I, I am an Asian actor and I need Hollywood to hire me one day, <laughs> um, uh, they need to know that Asian actors make money and that will right. be the only way more Asians will get into film and TV. That's true. I think it would have made a lot of money, but I also wonder, like, they're holding Black, they're holding Black Widow, they're holding some of these movies, they're like, it has to be released in theater. And I'm like, okay, I understand Mulan, I I, I do understand the, the, the premiere for Mulan happened maybe the week before quarantine hit. Um, and then even this movie was supposed to was supposed to come out around this time, but it's like if you if you are holding this other movie because you see the value in the box office of that, I agree with you, Kat. Like Raya would have made so much money. To me, this is might have been outside of the Incredibles, like one of the most action heavy movies they've ever done. And I'm like, you could you could have bridged the gap. Boys would have saw this, girls would have saw this. Like, why not wait? Like, right. why not wait? Because because I do think it is a thing. I've had friends who didn't want to pay for Mulan or pay for this. And it's like, cause yeah, why do I need to pay extra $30 extra? You know, I wouldn't pay that at the theater. So almost now, like, I'm, now I'm thinking they didn't even want us to pay for so. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's they, well, it's weird because <laughs> they have, so soul wasn't the only one. Like, you know, I just looked up at what the other movies were like Artemis Fowl that came out on Disney plus right. that would have been released in theaters and probably would have been released in the summer. Like yeah. uh, Godmothered. Uh, that's right. the one with Jillian Bell that came right. out on Disney Plus. That would have been released in theaters around Christmas time. So, like, what? I don't. Yeah, it's just it. It is very strange. Just that the two films. There's only two films that they've decided to like make available on Disney Plus, and and then make you pay for it. And that's. But do you think it's because right. of the global audience of these two? Yes, I do think. I do think that clearly plays a, a factor where they were counting on a global box office that is ultimately going to be depressed because this was released globally, you know, and it, and it's made some money, but it's like clearly a de- like, look, for the next year, the box office go- is going to be depressed. It's not going to be yeah. anywhere near where, where it was. So at least, you know, but I don't know. I just think it's interesting that that it just came to that decision. Maybe it was a coincidence. I don't know. I mean, you, yeah, that it is crazy that the two we've had to pay for are of Asian (laughs) um, being. So I understand that. But I will say, Jira, my friends who do have kids are like, $30 might seem like a lot, but if I'm going to take my two kids and my husband Mm. to the movie theaters, I'm going to pay over $100. So $30 is actually nothing. Yeah, it's cheaper for for families who are who do make up kind of you know not us uh <laughs> childless, adults childless watching animated films um anyway um this movie uh currently has a 94 percent on uh rotten too tomatoes low. that's too low an 85 percent audience score who knows what those are always different um 
And yeah, we talked about everything else. So shall we do initial thoughts? Kat, do you want to start? Sure. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Being first. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Pressure. Pressure. I really first impression, initial thoughts. I, I had very high expectations going in. Um, and I just was really pretty much blown away. Like I just felt overall, like I thought the animation was amazing. Um, I just thought visually it was incredible. Um, and then I just really liked the story. I liked the story. I liked that it was a very magical escape story. (laughs) Um, but then, uh, you know, at the end, I felt like a lot of just of the regular themes that they were trying to touch on really hit on what we were all going through. Um, I know we're going to talk about this later, but, you know, just generally that there's like some sort of force that's like taking people away, I thought was very on point of what's happening today. And then of like people who are so divided finally coming together, I thought was on so point today. And then, of course, just knowing that this is an Asian story that not only Asian families, but families of all colors um, can enjoy, find something to connect with. Whenever I think about that, I start crying. (laughs) Whenever I think about like, oh my gosh, like not just me, like I'm not just enjoying this, like other people are enjoying it or other or other little girls might want to like dress up as Raya someday. Just like how uh, when I see any, any little girl dress up as Mulan, it doesn't matter if what other, what of what race they are, I just start crying because I'm just like, oh my God, they want to be like her. They see something in her that is like them. And, you know, and then I just start getting sentimental and start crying. And I'm like, maybe the world is okay. We're going to be okay. Um, So, (laughs) so yeah. So initial thoughts were really, really enjoyed it. And yes, I have much more to say, but uh, that would be my very initial thought. Yeah. No, I thought this. uh, So yeah, this movie was really fun. Like, it was just like an interesting world and um, like story. And it, and I, it seems like it was pretty, I mean, original in the sense that like, it wasn't like based on like one particular, you know, story um, from the past. Like, it, um, and in that sense, it's like really kind of cool. Like I, I loved how there were these different kingdoms and, um, you know, it was fun. Like they, you know, wind up getting these band of travelers together, uh, this and that. And then it had a very, this very strong theme of unity, um, which, you know, I, I do kind of ascribe more to Eastern culture, uh, than the Western culture. Like, um, you know, obviously there's a mix of, of both in, in, in all different sides of the world, but like, you know, we live in America. It's very individualistic, you know, where it's so much about the individual, um, which is, which is tough. Cause like, that's why we have a, you know, it, it's, it's, it speaks, it's a really good message for our culture at this time specifically because of how divided we feel, right. How much it feels like there is so little unity and we, and we don't trust each other and we do hate each other, you know? And as somebody from like kind of a Christian faith perspective, this idea of, you know, trust and forgiveness and, you know, believing in people. Like, I don't know, it it was, it felt, I I liked that a lot. And it was so awesome to see women be the leads of these movies. Like, it's just so, it just feels so rare to have like both, but like just all the heroin, like to have the main bad guy and the main, you know, hero and the sidekick, you know what I mean? Like, 
you had so many uh, women kind of being able to kick butt, but also like, you know, still be themselves and not feel like they were like the, the one strong girl in like a boy's world. You know what I mean? And to see them be leaders, you know, so that was really cool. I, I, I definitely love that. And yeah, I think this is like a, like it was, yeah, it was a very enjoyable film for me. And there wasn't like a romance aspect. Sorry to interrupt. And if, and if there was a romance aspect, it seemed like it was between the two women leads, you know, uh, uh, that was like the most chemistry we we got. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think about it. Yes. There was no like dude doing anything like, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Very refreshing. (laughs) Man, I really enjoyed this movie. And Rachel uh, did have to tell me to like not be jealous because I was like, Disney can do it. Like I keep saying, I keep watching movies like uh, this movie, Moana, like Coco. And it's like, you can, you can show a culture and like really just make it beautiful. And you know, the lead can stay the color that they are for the whole movie. You've proven it can be done. Like, I, it, it was so good because I'm watching this movie and I don't think I saw a trailer. Like, usually I'm a trailer fanatic, so I knew absolutely nothing. And it was just enjoyable to see the action. Again, like, Kat would just, we Kat just said, didn't even think that, yeah, there wasn't a guy love interest of somebody at all. I even like that the fangs leader the the bad person if you will was like this woman with a dope ass haircut it was just like it was just it just felt cool and also it's funny because i i have never seen a character resemble so much of the real person as um aquafina in her human state uh, in this movie like she looked like aquafina she like everything about this character felt so specific to her and i was like i don't think i've outside of robin williams i don't think i've ever seen something that close from disney and that was really cool because again like for me looking up all the actors in this movie it's like yeah it's a lot of these um asian american actors who've been around for so long you know some of them who have been a part of the disney wheelhouse via marvel or disney itself who kind of gotten the short end of the stick when it comes to that stuff so to see them in this movie and even seeing um, their virtual red carpet, I was like, everybody was fly as hell. Like, I was fire, like, fire. I was like, man, the thing that sucks about it is they didn't get to do that shit in person. Um, but I really, really enjoyed this movie. Like, I'm probably going to watch it again. I, I thought Aquafina was so fun. Um, like, I, yeah, and it's was, dragons. Man, the dragons were so cool. Like, they look, everyone always makes dragons look really big. But I remember, like, being younger. Being and scary, like, yeah. Yeah, but they, like, they usually are supportive and whatever. I just really love the representation of how the dragons looked and how they moved. And it felt very, like, how it's supposed to be traditionally. So, yeah. Yeah, D- Daniel Day Kim, too, his character looked so much like him. Like, in the in the beginning, I was just like, yes. oh, my God, is that... Do you t- I just was like, Kat, do you think they tried to make him look like Daniel Day Kim? Because I think he looks like... like <laughs> I was so excited by that. Um, I, I had a great time watching this movie, too. Um, I The movie started, and I, I sort of akin to, to something Bray said, like, the movie started, and they were just like, you know, these, you know, seven cultures were separated, and... Then the dragons became stone. I was just like, I love this. I <laughs> any kind of myths about like why people right. are separated or what or what happened to the dragons and why do we have these statues like stuff like that. I I love that. So I knew that I knew right at the beginning of the movie that I was going to enjoy myself. 
I thought the the voice talent was all really strong and fun. And uh, this was one of those few times where, I mean, this happens to me uh, a lot where I'm like, who is that? But going into this, there was a lot of, the, one of the few times where it was like, oh, I can tell that this is that person. Like, mm. I, it sounds like them. Their performances are really coming through. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, this, and that doesn't, I don't think that happens a lot for me with, movies like this what else do i want to say i thought it was beautiful I thought the animation was really was was really beautiful oh yeah um i thought aquafina was hilarious her her character was really great oh and this little boy um oh this yeah. boon isaac mm-hmm. isaac wang or wong i'm not sure how, which way is correct but um he was so funny and that sort of uh running thing of like you would meet a character and then after a while you would realize oh their family's <laughs> frozen like like all, and, right, and the, fact that, the fact that we met like a bunch of kids and then an adult who lost a kid you know like all i really thought that that was really nice and and very and the way that that was told was was really moving so i had a great time aquafina man how oh, and this crazy. and the and the the one the co-writer um cat do you know do you know him personally well um, I've worked, I've worked like workshops with him before, but then I've just oh. like, um, auditioned for a bunch of his, um, plays. Which, um, uh, yeah. I often uh, like to call out when somebody from theater is winning in this way. And like, uh, he, he was the, was the co-founder or founder of Va- Vampire Cowboys, Cowboys in, sure. in, but, but wrote, wrote a ton of plays for Vampire Cowboys. Um, have seen a bunch of them, uh, super talented writer. This was like, but just seeing his name at the end of this movie was like, oh, this is a, I can't believe, I can't, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. There's something so interesting about this movie because it feels like a straight up melting pot of like ideas. Like, yes, I, I gotta address it. Like, yes, none of the directors were um, of Asian descent. I think only one was a person of color, Carlos, who was like 30. Good for him. Um, but when it comes to the writing and story by credits, it is such a mix of like, Asian American authors, like there's like the directors themselves had input. It's just this is what it feels like to be inclusive, even if you don't have a director that is a part of that specific culture. It's like there feels like there were so many checks and balances from the beginning. Not like I'm I'm reading it right now, and like the plan was from the very beginning. Everybody went and did like the scouts together. Everyone mm-hmm. read. Yeah, they- it wasn't a thing of oh, we wrote this book. Now I'm about to hire John Braylock to make it like black. It's like, no, we wanted this to be a project. They, they put money into the research. They allowed these creatives to go to different cultures, like and act literally, literally flew them there mm-hmm. um, so that they could do this research, which, you know, is not <laughs> is not something as we kind of uh, will be talking about soon uh, in the, this McKinsey report is like not something that companies do a lot they don't they don't invest this much money to make sure things are kind of culturally aware um which is so that was that in and of itself was so great and i know uh also just to like quickly bring it up just before we get in, in uh into it just so that we've we've talked about it i know you know there's been like um uh a, probably a small amount of uh pushback in terms of like the casting because people wanted there to be more um, Southeast Asian representation specifically. Um, Kelly Marie Tran is, she's Vietnamese, but a lot of the other actors 
are either Chinese or, but yeah, Daniel Day Kim is Korean. But, you know, it, it is one of those things, like I was reading that stuff and I was like, man, this is, again, it's one of those things where it's tough when you don't have that much and you finally get something. It's like impossible for it to be <laughs> like the perfect thing. Um, yeah, go ahead, Kat. No, I mean, I think it's really a tricky subject and I, I, um, I really respect all sides. Um, but I will say it's, it's, it's a really tricky line. I am friends or good acquaintances with um, Duamua, who, who was um, in Mulan. And he just posted something um, on his social media being like, I feel like I can't get so many roles because I'm not the exact Asian they want me to be. And mm. like, and like, and like, and like, it's kind of like, why do we have to, well, one, it's kind of like, you're not supposed to even like in casting, right? You're not supposed to even be allowed to be like, what are you? Or like, are right. you Chinese? Are you Japanese? Are you Philippine? You, you know, you're not technically supposed right. to be even able to ask that. So now the fact that like, if somebody gets famous or if somebody gets on Wikipedia, that information is now public. So then to be like, oh my gosh, this is a great actor and it's a Southeast Asian story, but oh, he's not Southeast Asian. He's Chinese or he's Korean. Then it's mm -hmm. an immediate an X. Like, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but it's yeah. fascinating to me, you know? And then like, why is that only happening? At least I'm seeing it more in the Asian community. Why is that not happening with other, with other right? Like, right. why is it not happening? You know, it's like, yeah, no, very, people rarely say if there's a movie and this person's supposed to be French and they don't look them up and go, actually, that person's, uh, you know, like Italian or, you know, that person's Belgium, like, so they they shouldn't be in this role. But and, and, I, and again, I think it's I think the main thing from that is because there are so few opportunities for uh, diverse actors and and movies have been around for so long so by now this time it's like people are like well what about me what about me you know it's it's something these creators said that i really loved about how you know they were like look we could have made it, it based on specific cultures but then like in terms of storytelling people are going to infer that we are trying to say that this country is better than that country and that country's the bad guy and this country's the good you know even though at the end they all wind up you know being united together you could still have people go like what are you trying to say about <laughs> malaysia what are you specifically yeah. trying to say about indonesia right like so like it's it's so it's so tough um when you're trying to you can't because it's impossible you can't fit everything into one movie or even two movies or even three you know it's why it needs to it needs to keep happening. And yeah, it's this tough thing that, you know, <laughs> people who have been, because it was funny, they, they were, I, I read this thing that people were like, oh, well, they could have casted people who like weren't big stars already, blah, 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 right? And I was like, well, look, like Kelly Marie Tran, like, you know, she's not a big star. Like uh, people need constant, like they need a couple of big movies in a row for them to kind of solidify their career, you know, like, Yes, Aquafina now is like trending as like a big star, but like again, you you want to have those types of people. You want to have people like actors, <laughs> uh, marginalized actors, to be able to have a, the careers that the white counterparts can have. Mm -hmm. It's just that it shouldn't be that when there comes a, a movie like this. Like it shouldn't be like this is the only one, basically. Is what but I'm they trying always to say. were going to cast like a famous voice in one. Like that's what they do, right? 
Kelly Marie Trent, she still ain't even got social media. Like, that's how bad things were for her. Like, even at this moment, she does not have social media because how she was treated. And for me, it's like, as hard as I think Kaepernick's up a good point, I think this is something that's very, like, Asian-specific. Like, when I think about culturally, like, uh, like Daniel is about to get nominated probably for an Oscar for playing an African-American leader. You know what I mean? Like, that shit happens all the time. Like, literally, there's a woman now who shitted on African-Americans, but is playing Aretha Franklin. Like, they're, like no one cares. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand why... After, after she... After she was Harriet Tubman. After she got to play both the parts. <laughs> and she specifically talked about African Americans. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, and, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is I, funny to bring in nationality into it because then it's like, well, where are we going with this? Like, wh- where's we... <laughs> the line? Because at one point, I think, you know, Braylock, you said, I bring this up often, but like when we first started this podcast, you know, Brent always says sometimes it feels like we're like, reaching for straws like we're just grasping for like what we can have and i'm like for me like it was really nice to see this movie exist it was nice to see this movie honestly talk about something that was i mean to me personally it was like we separate each other you know what i'm saying like the things that we do right. our selfishness there's literally that point i guess you talk about the movie at the beginning of the movie where the 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 what was it was it the the dragon's what is it called the orb called the dragon's the, magic the, or? the gem the gym, yeah, like when it cracks, and instead mm-hmm. of like trying to put it back together, they just steal it. I was like, this is what humans would do. They're like, well, shit, it's broke. Let me get mine. And like everybody just ran. Like, that is what I think is the beauty of this movie. And it humanizes Asian actors because we get to see them in a thing that relates to everybody. And I think that is the thing that I always, I think that is why we're just like, you can't be jealous. But like, that is the thing I always want black people to get. Whereas like we all are fighting for this one thing, but like it feels like we have to have white people help us, but they pick and choose who they help. And then it's like, well, goddamn, like watching this movie, it was so cool because yeah, you can do it. Like, I know you can do it. Let's get more of this. Let's get more of this for all of these minority groups. Cause you can, you know, like, like I said, this movie would have made so much money. So it's not going to hurt your pockets. It's only going to help. But, um, can i i want to ask a question i know we're we're like going all over the place but this is more general when you guys found out about this movie was there ever a moment that you guys said oh wow another asian warrior like we just had mulan oh i had a lot of friends i'm gonna say white friends sorry but I had a lot of white friends be like, are you like asking me, like, are you okay with this? Like, it's just like another oh. Asian warrior. Like just, just, just because it was a, it was like a, of a, a, a warrior. Like, like that's yeah. a stereotype or something. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being Got like, it. being like, being like, Oh, they're like just doing another Asian girl as a warrior. And I was like, I have, I have so many, I have so many um, oh. emotions toward it, but like, I'm just wondering, honestly, being men mostly, I... but just wondering if you guys had that feeling at all. I didn't even correlate. I, I personally, until you brought it up, I was like, oh, damn, I guess so. I I thought nothing of it because it felt like two different stories to me. Like, what, one, yeah. of course, one is animated, but also this felt like more like a... This feels like the new line of Disney, quote-unquote, princesses, where it's like they, they all happen to be warriors or, like, more strong-willed, and it just felt like this is the latest in that to right. me. Yeah, um, right. I did think about it only because Mulan and Raya uh, were both released by Disney, mm-hmm. like in the same, in a similar manner. So it did like, 
it did cross my mind. I don't, uh, that said, like, it's funny because Mulan, it's like, yeah, they just remade that movie, but that movie came out like 20 Forever years ago, ago? Yeah. you yeah. know, over 20 yeah. years ago. So it's like, um, uh, yeah, again, I kind of just go back to that, you know, if, if there are people who are bothered by that, I kind of go back to that thing of like, the, the problem isn't these movies specifically it's the fact that there are so few stories told you know because there are there like there are literally countless numbers of white warrior films you know what i yeah. mean like a white whatever it is like so um but yeah i guess like i, I guess like it, it it i guess there there is something to be said for the fact that uh the ways that americans like predominantly kind of ingested Asian culture was through is through like martial art. Well, I I didn't think about that with this movie. And I think probably I was in line with Gerard. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a Disney princess. She's going to be, you know, (laughs) you know, but, um, but I have thought about it in the past. I have a friend who, who talks about how he's like, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't get a lot of roles because I don't know martial arts. Like he was like the only mm. roles that are out there. I got to be proficient at martial arts. And so like I, I had thought about it. I have thought about it in the past, but it didn't. Th- these two didn't uh, bump me. It's always funny to me, too, though. And I, oh God, I was talking to somebody else about something like this, but it was for um, Latinx um, performers. Um, and the part that was being called out was like white people asking. And it's, it almost feels like even the fact that cast, like my white friends were asking, like, am I okay with this? It's like, yo, fall back and follow for real quick. <laughs> I, I, I do feel like there's been coming a thing of people in, I'll say white people, white people trying to police in a way that they don't seem racist, where it's almost like over-policing the cultures that they're not a part of to try to like prove to not be racist. And it's like, hey man, let the, let if you're in a position of power, of course, consult people in that culture. But if you have nothing to do with this movie, you're watching it, follow the lead of the people in the culture. Like, my thing is, I don't know what movies are like, what, like, what I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if the new Tyler Perry movie starring a black woman is offensive, but I know if most black women around me say, hey, Tyler, what the fuck? Then I'm like, Tyler, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It, it's, it's hard to, everyone wants to be right right now. And nobody wants to, no one wants to offend anybody. No one wants to be wrong. But it's like, you can learn by just like listening and just not presuming things. It would be different if people just ask Kat, and I'm not sure how those conversations went. Like, hey, have you watched it? How do you feel about it? But to come and be like, hey, is this, are you offended by that? Like, it's already presuming like there's a problem with the movie. Like they know more than, I don't know. That's just, <laughs> everything is so tricky right now. And it's just like, yo, people got to That is like, interesting. Anyway, yeah. let's talk about the movie. So, yeah, let's, let's talk, talk about, about the movie. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi weekly, so watch your payday. The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or 
It's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. It opens up with, well, it's funny. The first line, I was like, why, why movies got to do this? What, what? Wait, what was the that. first line? They, it was like, you probably, I know what you're thinking. Why am I like, <laughs> writing this over? thing? Oh, right, like, like a, a lone blah. writer, a dystopian yeah. world. And yes. I was like, I was like, look, uh, I'm not thinking anything. I was waiting for it to understand what's going on. Please stop asking me. I don't tell me anything. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's just a that's just a, a specific oh, pet peeve of mine. Of the like, I know what you're thinking. Who is this guy doing this thing? Baba da ba do. Yes. Uh, yes. But no, no. It I was, was here it was, for it. I was of here course, for it. Of course, of oh, course. Why are we in a dystopian world? Oh, look at the Lone Rider. 
She about to fuck somebody up. <laughs> James, James. She did uh, look cool riding that thing. She was like, you know, you're like, oh, what is this? What's you riding? She looks freaking awesome. The, the world looks crazy. Quickly flash back to the past. And uh, they did like a kind of Indiana Jones thing a little so bit. So fire. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was so cool, man. Because I, again, I didn't see the trailer. So I thought it was so cool because I thought she was stealing it. Like, I, I didn't oh, know. Yeah. Nice. I yeah, didn't know no, that, any of it. So I was like, oh, she about to steal this junk. And then her dad yeah, is there with the like. mask. And I was like, oh, this shit is fire. The mask should have came back. She should have took it because I thought that mask was fire. Um, Yo, when she took that mask off, I was like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't well, take also, your mask off. Also, the dude was so cool because like his her, her dad had a sword that is like, I don't, the I don't, blades came out. Yeah, did the blades, but then it turns into like a whip yeah, or retractable. something. Retractable. It had, yeah, it had like a some kind of cable inside it. That was awesome. I was so here for it. But also, what is so interesting about the dad in particular is that he was such a hopeful, optimistic person. And like, again, I didn't know the story, but I was like, man, this dude's hope is going to be his downfall. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. But I was like, he is too hopeful. It's the beginning of a movie. You can't have all that hope at the beginning. Yeah, I literally turned turned to James and I was like, he's going to die, isn't he? I I said the same thing. And of course, though, because I was like, well, you kn- you know Disney. They, yeah. <laughs> they love an orphan. couldn't die because there was no mom in the picture. I was like, there's no mom. She can't lose mm. both parents. I thought she was going to lose both. I thought she was going to lose again, both. And again, we just have to, uh, once again, bring to the forefront, what is with Disney and hating no their moms? Hate <laughs> like, their moms. They, they never like they never have a mom or they the, kill the mom when yeah. the dad turned to stone when the dad turned to stone uh cat's mom was like well at least it's not the mother the, the mother always dies and we were like well she did die and the one mother that they allowed was evil so yeah honestly is it bad that i thought that was an upgrade because at least that mom was here because like disney never i was like oh shit we got a mom she's bad we, we got her. <laughs> yeah, no, at least at least we could tell the motivations were she was like trying to do what was best for her. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was she was evil, but she was trying to do what was best for her for her kids. Because the daughter says that at one point, like, you know, when they're playing that game, like, you know, do you like this or that? And she's like, Well, this is my first time having rice and like forever. You realize how poverty some of the other places are. And at that moment, Rachel goes, Mm-mm. I had no idea. <laughs> I I had no idea this girl was going to backstab her at any point. Oh, yeah. Tessa and I were both like, what are you doing, Raya? Why would you bring her? I was like, you just met her. Show her something else. There's other cool things in your kingdom. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know this was going to happen. Why you got to go straight to the one thing you're supposed to protect? I thought she was going to take her somewhere else. You just became a protector. <laughs> you were just anointed a protector. I, man, the moment, the moment Rachel said that, and I was like, nah, man, they going to go somewhere else. And they go to the cave. I was like, shit, Raya. <laughs> Damn it. And I was like, Raya, you better. My thing is like, but Raya can fight. I was like, she going to like, I was like, she, she can did. fight. She's not going to take her like this. And then when she shot the little thing in there, I was like, God damn, Riot. Your dad know you said, like, oh, you done messed up the whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Riot, no. So, yeah, the dad had brought all, together all the different people. because So, Heart, they have the this crystal orb that has that it has protected 
the kingdom from the Druids? Is that what they call them? Druids? I think it's Druids. Druids. Druids? Druids with an N. Oh, Druids. Oh, Druids. Uh, they protect them from the Druids, uh, which is just some black spirit creature, purple spirit creature that just if they touch you, you turn to stone. Um, and all the dragons uh, were turned to stone. And the one last dragon was able to form this crystal, put all their magic into this crystal orb, and it released all the people from stone, but didn't release the dragons for some reason. And then it disappeared. And it's been, that was 500 years ago. Uh, and since then, these, ki- these kingdoms have been infighting. Mm-hmm. But Hart has this orb. Uh, and then we kind of quickly realized that the uh, e- even though the king the 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 father uh, what's it what was his actual name? Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Ben- Benja. Yeah, uh, yeah. Benja wanted. Uh, he kept thir- He kept using a specific term, which of course I don't remember. Kumanja. Uh, Kuma- was it? Uh, Kumanja. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. To bring all of the different kingdoms together so they can be one again. Harmony. Harmony, Harmony, baby, and I love, I Uh, love it that he explained to his daughter about harmony through cooking and like food. Yes, that That, love that. That was like, oh, look what he's doing. Yes, bring people together through food. Always a lot of food in this movie. Um, so Fang tries to steal it. The other kingdoms are there too, and in the midst of that, they break the orb. It fall. It breaks into five pieces. So all it's five, right? All five kingdoms grab a a piece of the orb, uh, but the drones are released. They start turning people into stone. And well, then we do the get this cool moment. Thing, though, yeah. The one cool thing, the dad, when he, first off, everybody comes running through the door. My man drops from the ceiling, okay? <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody, my man dropped from the I was ceiling. Like, I was like, yeah, her dad's just there out of nowhere. And it's so crazy because that sword I do is cool. think the two of them could have taken everybody. Like, because at one point he, because at one point I'm like, oh, he is, he, he's not scared. He's got this. But then when he just sees her reflection, which is something I realized we see that throughout the movie. Like when she gets the sword, she sees like other people herself in the reflection and he just sees his daughter ready to fight. And he just gets like sad and he tries to be diplomatic, man. And it, this is the thing I think is so important because it goes with, you know, the theme to me, I guess they bring up a lot of trust. And it's like, how do you trust somebody if you don't know they're going to do good by you? Um, and this dude has so much trust, so much love. And even when it was turned on him, his last words before he goes in the stone is like, don't give up on them. Like that is some crazy. And not to harp too much on the beginning of this, but I, when (laughs) I just thought it was uh, something very strong in the writing of where every time Raya talked about what she knew about the other kingdoms. And then as we go throughout the movie, anytime someone else refers to another kingdom, all they know is bad stuff. Like mm-hmm. no, no one knows. Yeah. No one can say anything good. Ryan's right. talking about every weapon that they have. They have big axes and evil cats. Like she just—that's all she knows. Right. And like, and you know, it just—it was showing. Like, yeah. yeah, they aren't open to these other people. You know, they—they they are only focusing on the bad instead of thinking of them as as whole ass people with 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 flaws and and good qualities and whatever. That's so real. You know the. They're, they're all running on this bridge and they, they learn that water, uh, uh, the, the Druids are afraid of water. And uh, for an inexplicable reason, um, the father <laughs> throws his daughter into 
the river and gets himself turned into stone. Could he have just no. grabbed his daughter and jumped off the bridge? <laughs> to no, save both of well, his, leg. his, leg, his Bray, leg was hurting. Bray, you trying to kill him? He was going. To- okay, <laughs> he, he could have. Okay, could he have rolled off the? All right, <laughs> he, he he was lipping. He was hurt, man. Also, he blocked that arrow. He Let's was hurt, but he still that, was able way. to pick his daughter up and chuck her. <laughs> that was his last piece of strength, Bray. <laughs> okay, okay, my man went through a cave <laughs> with one leg. All right. <laughs> One all right, all right. <laughs> but it was so cool because when we see her six years later, Tuck Tuck is She's massive. grown. Tuck Huge. Tuck goes from being like pint size to like <laughs> I have a saddle on him and I'm riding this motherfucker through the desert. Oh, I was here for it, man. Wait, um, Patty. Yeah. So Patty was the tail, the tail chief, chief. the woman um, who, who winds up dead. <laughs> yes. Good yo, good right? Patty. Yeah, she. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we got cut six years later, um, yo, it was so scary when she was just riding and all of a sudden that June just pops out of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh snap. <laughs> but she had that crystal. Yeah. Um Oh, do we think it's uh, interesting that Kelly yeah. Kelly Marie Tran got to be little Raya and Big Raya? But Gemma but I was gonna say, it was if the voice sounded yeah. different. But Gemma but Gemma could only be big. Which I think is because Gemma's voice is just too sexy. <laughs> so I think right. I think that they might have been like, "Hey Gemma, can you try to be like a little kid?" And like it didn't work. They're like that. It doesn't work. Do you think work. they pitched her yeah. voice down? Because I was like, it sounds like Marie. I don't. But I, I think tell. Kelly just kind of like did this as a kid, and then and like then, did this as like an adult. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. It was great voice acting. Yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, and I think that. I will say I've been swayed by this movie because, again, I didn't see the trailer, but leading up to it, Disney started posting so much stuff of uh, Marie just, like, in Hollywood, seeing the, the poster for the first time. I think, like, she went to Disney, and it was, like, she was around, like, kids at a distance. So it was, like, there was so much, like, hype and celebration of her. And, yeah. again, I hate to say but a lot of what I've known about her is how she went from being, like, an improviser to getting in Star Wars to, like, it being a big deal, the backlash, literally how they treated her in the last one to like, she is now reborn in this movie. It's like, it has been such a cool, like kind of, I don't know, like rise again, which is like, I, I can't say I did not notice that while watching this movie or being like excited that she got to do this um, in particular. Cause yeah, cause even when we get, even when we get her like going to do her, oh, love the Indiana Jones of it all. When she goes- and she gets to because who does she get first? She gets she gets Sisu first, right? Um, the dragon yeah, before she gets. She's the last going one? to all the rivers. She's going to all the rivers, and like it's taken her six years to go to every single river, and this is the last river, the end of the mm, river that she's going to right. to see if the dragon is really there. Is there yeah. also um, again? Yeah, Aquafina fan. Like I like it is it is something about because Aquafina to me is so unique. Like her <laughs> her voice is so old but so the <laughs> energy yeah. of a young person like it's like it's so fascinating so to see her as the dragon is like this is great because they turned it on the head because usually disney will have like one of these like cute animals or like a creature that is just a sidekick that honestly has no purpose but like to guide you but like they both were learning throughout this thing and they both were challenging each other so it wasn't just simply like the dragon is here to guide right to be better it was like no Riot was right at some points, but then still um, 
the dragon was like, no, we can still do better. So it felt like more like a partnership versus like a right. Jimmy D. Cricket type um, thing, which I really, really enjoy seeing. Like it was like it was very cool. Yeah, I mean, like in a way, it was kind of like the genie and Aladdin of of mm-hmm. like yeah. this sort of powerful being, but like, but the but there's a journey for for that as well you know instead mm-hmm. of just like i'm silly and funny you know like yeah, right. i'm here to only or i'm here to only serve you like yeah. she wasn't she was there to serve humanity like yeah. she was trying to figure out the the solution as well i another thing about the writing that i want to say i thought that, and these movies are always like this where it's like there's a rollout of like quirky characters throughout mm-hmm. the way that the 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 way that the funny characters popped up felt mm. so like it didn't feel artificial. Sometimes, like when the when the bird pops up and up, you're just like, "All right, oh, wait, now we have to deal. Now we got to deal with this dumbass bird." Like, <laughs> I guess we have a dumb bird now, you know. But like, it, I, it felt more organic for it sure. It felt more organic, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because they had a purpose. They had a life. Like the little boy, like the the captain was so cool because but the captain lost his family so like i don't eat the cutest moment to me is at one point when he takes them i think to the fin uh wherever his first destination is with them yeah fin and he goes well i mean if you guys are going somewhere else maybe i'm going there too and it was just right. so cute because you realize this little yeah, boy's fighting by himself like, exactly that was so cute it. it was man i don't know it was like he was so and also the thing i liked about this movie too they didn't treat some of the sillier characters or the or the or the children characters as children or novices. Like, like Raya treated them all, she treated them the same way she treated the dragon the same way she treated the older dude when he came. Like they mm-hmm. all had a purpose, even like the little baby and the monkeys. Love the baby right. and the monkeys. Oh my god. Can't right. wait to get to that moment. Yes. Oh, sorry. But yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. Uh we forgot to mention that every time. Oh, oh, and uh so Fang, uh sorry, what's her what's the character's name. Namari. Namari. That's who's after her, right? Yes. So Namari's after her. Uh, and doesn't realize that, uh, wait, does she see the, how does she not see the dragon? How so remember that... the, the dragon already turns into a, a human. Oh, yeah. that was and the so first then, power that she so got. So Raya, Raya is like, yeah, I found a dragon. And she's like, no, you didn't, you stupid person. There's a yeah, person right. next to you. Like she like is so confused about why <laughs> right. Raya is saying this. Yeah. Every time, uh, every time Sisu touches uh, another crystal, she inherits a power from one of her brother or sisters. And the first one is uh, her, the ability to um, change into a human. Uh, uh, so yeah, they're running away. They get away with the help of the little boy. Bat, bat, is it bat? Boone? Boone. Um, and and then we get to see her power, which is swimming. She can yes. swim really, really she good. <laughs> She's a swimming dragon. But also, we get to see a little bit of Raya's paranoia still. Like, she doesn't want to eat Boone's food. She's like, he could be trying to poison us. Right. Um, and, and you, like, I think what is so cool is you get to see the two of them side by side where Sisu is, like, so welcoming. Like, why would he try to poison us? And she's already eating half the food while taking <laughs> food off of um, And then even the kid is like, why would I do that? That means you're gonna die happy and i think this like that one scene dude that kid is awesome right and it showed to me that scene showed three different characters without having to 
say their backstory in like an explanation. I think this movie did a good port, oh, a good thing of like sharing who good these boys? characters are you were. Re- are you realizing he's in Good Boys? <laughs> yeah, who's he in Good Boys? I realize he's in he Good Boys. He was the kid. He basically the game of that yes. character was. He was the kid who everybody wanted to hang around and like whenever he was you thought cool he was the cool kid. Yeah, whenever you thought he was gonna shade you, he'd say something complimentary. <laughs> like he'd be like, "Respect" or whatever. He was so funny in that. Wait, I love you. This boys. kid is way too grown. You know, it's a problem. <laughs> Wait, this little um, kid? Yeah, Isaac Wang. Yeah, wow. He was hilarious, and he was hilarious in Good Boys. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, and then they go to uh. What's the What's the next one? Good for him. Where, yeah, where where does they go first? I forget. Um, they so go after, after they tail? get the crystal from um, the tail, Finn. they go to... Um, oh, yeah. The uh, spine next? No, no, well, we, no, we, no, no, no. We no, didn't no. talk about tail. So tail happens first. Yes. Tail, yeah. That's tail, tail is where she finds... Uh, tail is where... Uh, um, oh God. I keep Riot? forgetting your name. Or, Namari. Namari. Uh, Namari, yeah. Namari catches up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... All of tail has been turned into stone. The tail chief has died. Just, protecting I guess, <laughs> protecting her stone. I guess she must have just like uh, starved. <laughs> Honestly, it lo- looked like it was clearly a, a just a sad because it's only been six years. She didn't die a whole day. <laughs> no, like, she like starved or or, or dehydrated herself uh, uh, and set up all these different traps or whatever. And uh, once, but, one side note, because I was like, how did yeah. Patty get us? Patty is half Vietnamese, just to oh. people. Because I was like, how did, so I know they were very particular about the, the, the speaking roles in this movie. And I was like, how did Patty get in? But half Vietnamese. So just if anybody's wondering, I know I was. So I right. <laughs> Um. So, yes. And then uh, and then they go to Talon uh, to mm. get the third piece. Because we, sorry, we, we, we talked about uh what do you call it she had the heart one that's the one that made her glow that's how she knew yeah um Um, so in in talon that's where you know and she she warned sisu hey like everybody here they're all like scam artists blah 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 like watch out for them and then she's walking down and she sees like a baby crying and she's like oh whose baby is this and then these three monkeys pop behind her and steal the oars. But it's a con baby. Yo, and she really it's says, a con baby. She said con baby. I a con died. baby. Yo, and the these cr- babies. <laughs> the the closed captions referred to the baby as con baby. It, was so, <laughs> it would Yo. just be like con baby whales. <laughs> the babies and the monkeys move with uh, a grace and <laughs> And a harmony that is unrivaled throughout this <laughs> dude. She <laughs> throws while running, she throws a dirty diaper, and in the midst of running, the monkeys somehow pop another diaper on her and they continue to run without stopping. Like she even screams, a diaper. I love when people do shit like this. It's so unnecessary. But it's like I love when you just call out what's supposed to be funny. It's like, don't stop, don't stop. A con baby. Right. Is that a dirty diaper? It's like it's so unnecessary. Oh, now, it. now here's something. Here's something that that I don't even think is necessary, but I want to talk about it. Y'all think the baby could tell that Aquafina was a dragon? No, the baby. They no. do that. They do that whole thing. They do that whole thing where the baby holds her face and like moves her face around and then oh. looks at it and then she goes, "Sisu." It's very much. It's very much. There you are, Peter. <laughs> it's, it's, but she was mad later, though. Remember, like hmm? she's. 
But the baby's one of the people mad so later, later she was, like, when surprised. they realize when it's a dragon. Was like, she? A thing. All right. <laughs> You're right. We don't oh, know. No, but then this whole time, first of all, I love um, Captain um, Boone teaching um, Cecil about credit. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. It was like, so oh, funny. The credit scene was so funny because it's like, yeah, you can, you can pay him back later. It's all on credit. <laughs> uh, and then the actual leader of Talon tries old, to kill Sisu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A woman tells her, you know, tries to force her to give up where the other pieces are. Uh, but Raya kind of comes to save. This day. was a sad moment, man, because the thing that they did that shot... I think the thing they did about this movie was really cool is that the way they had this scene is like you saw Cecil realizing, oh, she's trying to harm me. You saw the old lady smiling and they kept like doing punch ins of her like um, lackeys closing the door, smiling at her. And like as she's trying, like, this is so sad. Like, this is I, I, I was like, man, where's Raya? She better get here real quick. I don't know how she knew how to get there. I don't know how she knew where it was, but I was happy she made it. You know what I mean? Did the old She's lady the get turned into a stone? Is that what happened? I don't remember what happened. Nah, nah. No, no, no. They closed the door and they they got away because uh, with the with the fog. Oh wait, no, no. Actually, that was later on. Um, no, she, no, it was. It was this scene when like she took the old lady's gym, gave it to see. So she does the fog thing. She does the fog, and they get out. Mm, and uh, no, no, it's not fog, this one. Fog doesn't happen no, until Amari. Yes, yeah. yeah. Wait, what was this was, one? I thought it was like some no. I, I think she I, just she just she just grabs it and they just like uh, run. Like, you know, but maybe watching. she does the fog here and learns that it's fog and then does it again for Namari because I thought that the the because isn't the next one? Uh, I don't remember. Wait, I, don't remember I, have, I have it. You guys keep going. I have it up. I actually have. Um, <laughs> I have it up right now. But she Let definitely does do it for Namari though. Right. Like, yeah. like cats. Oh, yeah. Well, Wikipedia says that Raya rescues Sisu and reclaims the third piece, which allows Sisu to spew out fog. So I guess she does do the fog there, too. Oh, okay. Um, and then the group arrives at Spine and and they were they were like, okay, we're going to do it. This one guy. We're going to go. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to do it kind of Sisu's way, right? So they like knock on the door and then immediately. Oh, no, actually, Sisu does it. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Raya doesn't want her to knock on the door, but Sisu just knocks on the door. They get captured. And we have this big dude who's like threatening them and threatening to like kill them in like this really gruesome way. And Raya kind of calls calls him out. And then we realize that literally there's no one else in spine and he's the he's only the only one, one. Yeah. and his baby is gone alone. the whole <sighs> town is at the front gates like they, they all were just trying to battle off the drone they fought so they sad. fought and also you realize at this point too is that the baby just to go back the baby had lost her parents because of the um because and the yeah. baby didn't even say it. the monkeys just did the the hand gesture I and know. i was like oh no uh, but I'm very happy because I think I think it was so cool she had her own team, which I didn't think was going to be a thing. I thought she was going to be solo the whole movie. And um, even Cecil being like, giving her the eyes, like, <laughs> when, uh, just tell us well, the way they out were here. trying to like, they were trying to, I thought this was c- cool the way they did this because they were trying to set up that Raya also just wanted to do everything by herself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like it was, it, but it had that balance of like, she also maybe just should hide Sisu because... <laughs> Yeah. If they if they see she's out there, something crazy might might happen. So there was this balance of like 
her trying to protect Sisu, but also she had this thing of like, I can do everything alone, which connected to the, you know, she actually needed this group. She need they needed to all come together. Yeah, it was great that like, even though we did find out that the guy was alone from Spine, that um, before then her like team comes in and like saves her because her yes. and Aquafina are like right. tied up. And then they come and save her, you know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, look at yeah. that, like teamwork working together. And then, yeah. And then Sisu saves her from, you know, <laughs> she's probably about to get killed. Well, right. Uh, and then, well, and then Namari comes, mm-hmm. right. Namari comes and is like, send out Raya. Yeah. And, she, uh, that scene when she fight. opens the door, though, when um, Raya opens the door and she's just there. I was like, oh, that's a good shot. That's yeah. fire. Um, she was getting handled, though. I was like, Raya, I don't, like you were getting, <laughs> at one point I was like, I don't need, <laughs> I, I can't watch. Cause you know what it was? Yeah, I feel like in down. Disney movies, yeah, because in, because in Incredibles they're fighting like robots and shit. I think like, I've rarely seen a Disney character get punched. Yeah. And like at one point, like Raya gets rocked like, and I'm like, oh, she's getting punched and kicked in the face. <laughs> like this is, this is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, at, at, at that point, she goes, oh, you <laughs> She even says, you've been taking yeah, classes. You've been taking classes. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, God. And she never got a uh, upper hand. I was like, oh, now you're going to update and like adapt. I was like, no, you keep getting your ass whipped right now. Sorry, what you said. Uh, no, just that. Then they, they, they finally make it to Fang and, you know, they, they have this fun thing where they're all talking about what the plan should be. Loved so it. Um, Loved uh, it. But Sisu... Oh, and also the latest or give Sisu the power to, like, make it rain, and then she can, like, jump on the different rain, yeah. which was, was awesome. Fire. Uh, and Sisu kind of uses that to to go back to Heart and show Raya what actually happened, which was that all of the dragons, the last kind of five dragons, um, they were kind of alone. All the, dru- the druids were surrounding them. And what they did was they kept, they all gave their magic to Sisu. And as they did that, they were turned into stone. And Sisu by herself was able to do this. And she was like, yeah, like they all trusted me. Um, I don't know why, but they did. They trusted, they trusted me to, to get this done. And so, you know, Raya's like, all right, fine. Like, let's do it your way. Let's try to get Namari to give us the thing. I'll trust. I'll do it. And meanwhile, we see Namari's having a combo with her mom and her mom's like, nah, you got to steal it. And she's like, but Ma, like, we'll this- bring everybody back. And she's like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this was the one thing I didn't like. I know we talked about before that, like, that this character was just trying to look out for her family. But like, <laughs> I liked I liked that like Namari was having these like second thoughts, but they just made this mom evil for no, no reason. No, I don't think she was evil. I don't. Think, I think I think that's so real. If she 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 is the cause of what has happened now. So if everybody right. comes back, they're gunning for they're her. They're mad at her. Yeah, everything. Her her justification was right. I just <laughs> I just wish even in that scene she would have said something like. Do you remember the rice? <laughs> you know, like uh, remember, uh, remember how they had rice no and we didn't. Like, <laughs> do you want to go back to you know no food? I mean? Just <laughs> something to bring it to bring back the realities of like, because everywhere else is like destitute and they they're living in this, <laughs> they're yeah. living in this flourishing town, you know, and yeah. just bringing that bringing that back into the story, I think would have helped me because it just seemed like they were like Namari's not bad. 
her mom though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not her fault. It's her mom. You know, it just felt that way to me. I mean, w- once they do this one part at the end, I was like, why does she keep shooting uh, these goddamn fireworks in the sky? I'm like, yo, everybody know what a meetup is now. How can you go? Like, we, your mom is like, all right, bet. That's where they go. Like, I know where to send the troops. But I know, I wouldn't have trusted her either. I was mad that everybody kept, I was mad at one line. One line, and maybe y'all tell me if I'm wrong. Is this now, or are you going to jump? Oh, no, sorry, I'm going to jump. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're right. Because it, 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 it involves the scene. Well, we get to Namari, and Amari has the mm. stone, and she's like, she was like, actually, I'm going to take the other pieces of a stone and Sisu, and she takes out a, you know, a crossbow. Uh, and Raya's like, see? And then Sisu's like, Amari, and like walks up to her, like, you don't want to do this. <laughs> you don't want to do this, Namari. I trust you. I trust you. They keep staring at each other's right? eyes the whole time. I trust you. Look at me. Look at my eyes. I trust you. <laughs> and Amari's got her finger on the trigger, and that finger is, is closing in. And Raya's like, I am about to wait. No, no. And she throws out her sword. And then, of course, Namari hits the trigger and boom, oh, kills Sisu. It's so and sad. the water recedes because Sisu's dead. Okay. And so now the Druins are attacking the entire kingdom of Fang because the water has receded. And by the time Namari gets back, her mom's already turned to stone. Everybody's getting turned to stone. And, you know, every, they're trying to use the, the limited crystal pieces they have to keep everybody away. But the crystal's magic now is getting... Is going away. Okay, are we getting to the point where the line? Yeah. No, okay. not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. But it's like when they start fighting. First off, I right, I love this fighting out of rage because I was like, "Ooh, it's about to get spicy." Because this was a legit fight and it didn't end fast. No. She just wanted to kill her. Right? Was like, so there was mad. no because was... Tessa was like, "Is there a point to her fighting her?" And I was like, "Nah, this is strictly revenge. Yeah. Yeah. This is like we all about to die, so I'm gonna kill you first. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and it was out, man. And it was so intense because I was like, all right, clearly you're going to have this moment where Tress is going to come back. Um, you know, Tress is going to come back. And it's like, all right, are you going to trust the person that you wanted to physically kill? You know? And I think it was cool to see all the other people still trying to save the day, even though they know they couldn't get to Raya. It was so nice. Yeah, like, it was so nice to see that they were maybe either inspired by Raya or mm-hmm. who knows, but like that they that all the other people in her group were like, all right, Raya's blinded by rage, but we're still going to help. We're still, we're still going to try to help these people out. Yeah. And I think that was such a great moment where Raya could see when she looks over and sees Boone helping people. And she's like, oh, like, what if I become? Like, what yeah. am I doing? That was so cool. And then when they finally, okay, so this is the part. When she's about to like, like when they finally, is it when she's about to kill her? Anyway, I just know that one do you point. Blame, do you blame Sisu? I'm sorry. Do you blame Raya no, as much this, as Namari? This is, for- this is my point. When Namari goes, <laughs> this is just as much as your fault as mine is for her death. I was like, no, your hand was on the trigger. You bought out a crossbow. <laughs> like, this is not the same. Yeah, I was like, she was like, it's because if you, if you just trusted me, it's like, what? <laughs> like, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> the, and, the, and the problem is that <laughs> is that we they push in on the trigger. Have yeah. they not pushed in on the trigger and they left that just a little bit more ambiguous? Cause because <laughs> Sisu was in her face <laughs> and she was pulling the trigger more. Like it's like, okay, I don't like 
I oh, like this you. idea that it's it's both their faults. I like that as an idea, but I don't like the way they show it because it's like nah. it's definitely way more your fault, Namari. Because you <laughs> way more Namari's <laughs> fault. Wait, wait, isn't there something where like she? I don't. She either pulls her sword out, Raya, or she throws something. And I feel she like does. She she, she throws. throws her sword. She throws her sword, and and I think we're supposed to believe that if she didn't do that. Maybe right. Namari would never believe that, like, the, the throwing of the sword, like almost like 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 wrecked Namari, or like or like got her confused, she or like whatever. A crossbow, damn it! Right. <laughs> yeah, but and it's it, true. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, but Raya would never have had to do that if you weren't pointing your crossbow <laughs> at Sisu and had your hand so tightly on the trigger <laughs> that any little movement causes you to pull it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a Raya was felt like you were going to do it and was trying to stop it, you know, before she could, you know, she had zero chance of stopping it. I don't know. I did love this end. I'm not going to lie. I, I teared up when Ryan was like, let me go first. And then Captain wow. Captain Boone did it, but then like held on her leg because he was so oh my small. God. I was like, oh. So when she, like that whole moment, like when she was trying to think back to what Sisu said and like, you know, because I think we all expected or we ha- all had a moment of like, OK, Raya is going to be the one to, to do it. Right. But like the second where she's like, oh, I have to I have to be the one to, to, to show trust first. Um, I did like just start crying, like just from that moment yeah. on. I just sobbed through the whole movie, <laughs> the whole movie. From yeah, the, they're all from... like they all like closed on each other so tightly, too. <laughs> uh, uh, but honestly, when when that when Namari did it and then she turned to stone and then the crystal turned to stone. There was a part of me that would have been like, this would be the darkest movie of all time <laughs> if it ends right here. If it just like, yes. <laughs> they all turn to stone. And this movie's like, never trust people. <laughs> 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 They're all dead now because they trusted one another. This, this is the moral of our Disney yes. story. The moral of the story is never trust anyone. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it was just like, riot in the last track. Come on. And then it just crosses them both out. No. I would say this when all the dragons came back, like over that goddamn mountain or whatever. I was like, "There's so many." I, and I, is that because people oof. trusted people? Yes, yeah. it's because people okay. trusted people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them. Also, again, right. how they did the dragons felt. Man, it's so funny because when you see dragons in movies, like whether you're watching like The Hobbit or you know, I've seen a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. And I'm like, that's not a fucking dragon. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not a dragon, dude. It's like I used to be obsessed. Like this movie had dragons. Like that, that how they looked, how thin they were. Like that's a goddamn dragon. Anyway, I don't I don't know why I'm so happy at how specific and how like accurate I felt like this movie <laughs> portrayed these goddamn dragons. They didn't have a red one, but you know, to each his own. To each his own. Say that. Wait, they, they they? Have, <laughs> no, I, what I thought they were going to do because you know Disney always does those Easter eggs. I I, re, I I I rewinded like this morning because I want to see if they're gonna have like Mishu just like in in the background of one of them, just like you know, because when he became big, he was like the size of those dragons. Anyway, oh, right. anyway, yeah, but uh, yeah, and then every everyone gets the it's gonna come back, and they all what is it again? Kumandra. Yes, Kumandra. But like even before then, like truly, like just sobbing, you guys, like sobbing, <laughs> sobbing with with her trusting everybody trusting Namari sobbing with Numari having to like almost trust herself mm. sobbing when like um like the babies re- reunited the guys the big guy is reunited with his family Boone is reunited with her his family and then you know it's coming up and then 
she's reunited, uh, Raya's reunited with Daniel Day Kim. And I'm just like, just sobbing, you guys. Just crying, crying, crying. Um, Missed his daughter growing up. I know. Six years. I know. Goodness. I know. But he runs over. I was thinking that. When Sisu shows up and and she goes, your daughter did it. You know what I mean? Like, Right, the da- your daughter did you proud. Yeah. Oh, did you proud? Oh man, it was too much. It was too it much. It was too much. Oh, right. And the last time. And then right, and then Cece's like, and then she brought friends with her, and then it's like everyone yeah. from the all different parts of like community. Oh, dragons make it rain. They bring that water. And then the dragons. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep talking about these dragons. Um, I just thought, I, man, I thought this was like such a wonderful ending, yo. Because it wasn't just about a person. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of times in these movies, it's like this person has to yeah, overcome a it was thing. about a dragon. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> okay? It's okay. It was about the, the town. It's a community. The community, yeah. man. Yes. And the community included dragons. You're right, mm-hmm. Bray. They should have mm-hmm. had Cisco at the end of this joke. The same, right, oh, yeah, get dragon. out of here. All right. Let's move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, Cisco... Cisco was like the human embodiment of a dragon. <laughs> and so when he had his album, it was called Unleash the Dragon because he was coming out into the world. You know Y'all what I mean? niggas gonna make me unleash the dragon. Yes, I think you don't really wanna unleash oh, the no. dragon. Yeah, this is not, yeah. Let's not ruin <laughs> it's such a beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I will say I honestly like. I don't know all the factors. I'm pretty sure there's people out there who are like, yeah, this is another warrior movie or whatever, but I am very happy about how this movie was made. And the thing is, I know we often come back to like, who is allowed to make what movies about what culture and this movie. And again, like movies like the color purple are prime examples of like, if you're going to make a movie about a culture, you're not a part of really do the work, really Mm -hmm. hire people, not as an afterthought, but ahead of it. And just like Mm -hmm. do the work and do research collaborate like this movie is so beautiful when you look at the story by it's like eight people on the story by and all from different points of view and they all went to these locations and studied it together did the research together say oh we're building it's like honestly like this movie feels like it's close to an improv team as you can get it's like (laughs) everyone is doing these things to have one hive mind to have one outcome and that is to not like disrespect people like I, i one of my friends I'm not going to say her name, but her, her boyfriend is on Disney's um, diversity police team or whatever. And this is one of the movies that I know he like, it is a newer thing. And like, this is one of the movies that he was a part of. And I'm like, yo, Mm -hmm. these things do matter. So having people making sure that it's culturally relevant, like we need to do it for this movie. We need to continue this process going forward. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just really hard because this movie was so exciting, but it's like, this needs to be a staple. Like, you need to look at this and be like, all right, we did it here. Like, How like do we a evolve? standard. Yeah, yes. like a standard. Like, we do not go going. below this movie. But yeah, that's all I got for Hollywood. That, that's, that's really it. That wasn't even that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. know what's crazy about this movie, though, too, is that, and you guys are going to be super surprised when I say this, but like, mm-hmm. the this, it, it blew my mind when I was watching it that this happens to be a brand new movie in the Hancock cinematic universe. What are you talking about? Because the gym, because the gym, because the gym that they have, you know, is one of the new Hancock, the new Hancock infinity stone. It's one of the new infinity stone. Cause see, cause he has a, cause he, Hancock forges a new gauntlet. Okay. And then he has to get the gym. 
Huh? James, don't do and this. And then he puts the gym in the cat's ear. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause more leading actors of color in films. If they think the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Uh, somewhat helped the cause, a white palm. If we think it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Mm-hmm. On the count of three, we're going to raise our ratings for Ryan the Last Dragon. All right. <laughs> One, two, a three. Oh, why'd you, right. why you do yours into a fighting fist, Bray? You did yours in a different way. I don't, I don't know. I was trying to be all, I don't know. I, I don't know who that was for. It was just for you. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners can't see it. Thanks for commenting on it, because now they know. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I, I feel like we've, we've praised this movie. Like, you should watch it. Like, honestly. So watch yeah, it. Please watch it. Really. Watch it. Watch it. It's so great for kids. So great for adults. So great for any culture honestly like i just again um knowing that people might learn something when they when the, when they watch this movie knowing that they might uh say oh wow like they, she feels that way and i do too again whenever i think of someone doing that i just start crying um but i think it's a really beautiful message about unity about family about coming together after being uh pulled apart by something awful which i feel like is happening in our country um yeah i just if you're if you're listening and you haven't seen this movie definitely give it give it a chance and i will say i understand both ways if you don't want to pay for this movie but pay for this movie because 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 hollywood needs to know that asian movies make money so you Mm -hmm. know get like four friends you know four friends on 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 zoom or whatever and 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 broadcast it and pay for this movie Man, pay for it i was gonna say this movie is two lattes from starbucks all right it's like this like this movie ain't that much money you probably spent two less- lattes from yeah, starbucks. starbucks latte like seven dollars <laughs> wait no it's not right wait, your math immediately wait, didn't work what? wait your math doesn't work at all wait, that's not right wait that's not right <laughs> It's, it's like five lattes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Come back to me. It's a it's a it's like a it's like one t shirt from the gap, honestly. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. That's what, or or if you get a, uh, or if you get a venti latte from Starbucks, that's like twelve dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one pair of payless shoes. Payless doesn't exist anymore, right? They went. Oh, I know, a fashion so <laughs> 
That's a fashion oh, over t shirt. Taylor don't exist. Uh, no. I think oh, it I went out of business. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Love that. That was my jam. All right. Anyway, guys, th- uh, Kat, thank you so much. Uh, thank would you, you so like much for uh, having me? people to follow you on social or yes, anything? Yes, sure. Um, I'm Kat Lerner, K-A-T, um, on uh, Instagram. That's mostly what I post on. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. Just go to Instagram. Uh, if you... You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We got links to merchandise. We got a defunct Patreon. I say defunct because we don't put new episodes up anymore, but we have a year's worth of episodes. So if you haven't checked that out, you can. $5 a month and you can unsubscribe whenever you want. Um, If you rate and review us, give us five stars on uh, iTunes. We'll read your review on the air. Uh, do, 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 do. oh, we have we, there are so many that we haven't said yet. Ooh. Um, exciting! I'll do this one. This one is by Mac Poe. Great show! I've been listening for a few years, and these guys make a great show that is regularly entertaining and surprising. I appreciate that John, James, and Draw all have different tastes, senses of humor, and opinions. If they cover a movie I love or one I hate, I'm bound to hear opinions that both flow and clash with mine, and that is incredibly refreshing. Like Blink Check, these guys are not afraid to have unpopular opinions and fight for them, whether positive or negative. That's wrong, nice, because, like because oh. I'm scared. Like, I'm scared every time I do it. I text John and James. like, <laughs> Okay, that's true. The fear is real. <laughs> like, Blank check, I love them, but they white. They safe, okay? I'm scared what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they like, white, they, fine. they, they, they uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow me at Jabraylock on Twitter and Instagram. I'm James Third Comedy. James is 3 RD? You're not going to say James is 3 RD? That's it. <laughs> Wait. That's well, I will. James is 3 RD. That don't make sense. <laughs> what do you that's mean? That's what you said the whole you time. Do it you every said time. it. You said don't make You've been doing that for six years. You said it don't make sense today. James Third Comedy. JamesThirdComedy.com. Okay. James wow. Okay, right. I hate James. I don't like Go James. Dra. Okay. You can follow me at Dry Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. James, no, I don't like James. <laughs> I don't also, like if you haven't seen Astronomy Club on Netflix, watch it. I guess there are people who don't know that we have a sketch sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, please. Anyway, uh, that's all. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Please. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!